0: Good morning, Flagler County. This is Danielle Anderson, your host of Lifeline, the radio show connecting you to positivity here in our community. And I have two of my most favorite people in our community, and I hate to say that, but it's totally true, in the studio this morning. Good morning, Greg. Good morning, Don. Good morning, Danielle. Good morning. (laughs) So um, for folks who don't know, Don and Greg are the co-founders of the Flagler Tiger Bay Club. It is a wonderful uh, community organization that brings people together of all different perspectives, and uh, it's been very successful getting ready to hit that five-year milestone. So, Don, you want to tell us a little bit about, um, tell me who you are and what you do.
1: <laughs> Hi, I'm a friend of Danielle's. That's how I got here. <laughs> uh, I'm retired retired attorney from Orlando. Uh, been in Florida 43 years. Uh, I think we live in a great state. Not a good one, a great state. Uh,
0: and you have some of the best sunrise pictures in, like, all of Flagler. That's
1: the advantage in, in living there, right there on the coast. The... Um, the impetus behind this organization, Greg and I met at a Flagler Sheriff's Employee Assistance Trust uh, gala and were chatting about the state of affairs in, in the country. I'm sorry, about the poor state of affairs in the country. <laughs> <laughs> and we decided that we ought to have, got to talk about it some more. So we went and had a bagel and some coffee, uh, lamented the current state of affairs, and decided we had to do something to uh, fix it. Uh, The goal was not just to fix it here in Flagler, because Flagler is kind of benign as far as the problems we have in the country, but to do something that everybody in the country should be doing, which is host an an event where both sides of the aisle and those who have no aisle can come together in peace, get to know each other, uh, listen to great speakers, and uh, uh, get along. So this was the, uh, what's it, Rodney, uh, what's his name's moment? Can't we all just get along? Uh, so that's, that was the impetus. Uh,
0: was that Rodney Dangerfield that said that? No. Uh, <laughs> Rodney
1: King. Rodney King. Thank Rodney you. King. Rodney King. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. That, was the, that was the impetus. Yeah.
0: So, Greg, um, what do you think about the partnership and how was that bagel?
2: Well, the bagel was great. <laughs> yeah, they went out of business shortly thereafter. <laughs> shortly thereafter. Shortly thereafter. <laughs> no, and the partnership has been great. I think Don and I have done a lot uh, within the community. To be proud of, I think that from um, you know from an objective standpoint, I think we far exceeded what we and what we thought we could do when we started out. But but I think it's uh, I think it's good, and I think that the community continues. I mean, I think that Flagger Tiger Bay uh, continues to do great things. I, I believe drinking our own bathwater, <laughs> that it is the premier organization in the community. Um, it's a place where people do come talk about challenging things in friendship, leave in friendship, and we're not there to change anybody's ideas. I think that one of the big things I've learned is it's really tough being Switzerland. It's it's really tough being Switzerland.
0: But you know what's interesting is when you come to a Tiger Bay meeting is you see people who don't normally interact with each other in the community um, having conversations and even like meeting later because now they've, they've learned something about each other.
2: Oh, Absolutely. You couldn't agree with that more. I mean, I, you know, I kind of go back over the past five years and a number of the memorable events that we've had uh, when we did uh, when we did the seminar on uh, on healthcare or excuse me, on mental health uh, with uh, and uh, you know finding out that uh, you know that, that the county itself from a contribution standpoint to you know at, with SMA health that they hadn't really spoken to each other, you know. And uh, uh, and hadn't got the uh, uh, the funding that SMA Health needed, and I think that just having that discussion, talking about mental health in Flagler, which at the time was leading the state of Florida in suicides, I believe. Yeah. And having that conversation and those informal discussions that led to additional funding. I'm not saying it solved the problem, but I think that's what we do. Um, it created a forum where the problem
1: could be addressed.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. I think one of the things that you know we hear is is when, when Don and I first began this venture, uh, people would say, "Well, what are you going to do?
0: <laughs> you know, <laughs>
2: what are you going to advocate for?" And our response was, "You know, we don't advocate. We don't endorse candidates. You know, it's about the conversation." And it took I think a while for people to really to embrace that. And I think even even our board when we first formed our first board. That was a big subject of discussion, but the first the first board was folks were pushing advocacy. We said, no, it's not about that. It's about it's solely about the conversation. And out of that conversation, it provides an opportunity for great things to happen.
0: So you both have been a member of a Tiger Bay in another community. For a lot of us in Flagler, no one had ever even heard of Tiger Bay. So, Don, can you tell us a little bit about the one that you were part of?
1: Well, Orlando uh, has a big Tiger Bay club, 400 members. And, wow. Wow. Uh, it's it's no way to compare the two. Volusia is our next door neighbor, and, and I don't know if Greg, you were already a member when when it we got together, member. but yeah. uh, I joined, and we would go to the uh, yeah. uh, to the meetings, and they were, I don't, they were, they had the promise of being bipartisan, didn't always, in my view, fulfill that promise uh, correctly. Uh, There were times when their biases came through loud and clear. Uh, But that's where we kind of like tested our concept in sense of being in the audience. What would we want to do? So that which we eventually did. I think what what Greg has engineered in the systems and processes he put in place, that uh, our little club has been the envy of larger clubs elsewhere. And there are, what, 15 or 16 Tiger Bay clubs across the state uh, they pay attention to what Flagler Tiger Bay does. And uh, I've been in Flagler County for eight plus years now. Uh, this is a tiny can- county. I'm sorry. Uh, when it's I was cute. living in Orange County and in, in Orlando, my friends there would tell me what a huge organization, it, a place it was. And I said, I'm sorry, I'm from LA. <laughs> you are not even a suburb of LA. Uh, so, you know, pretensions of grandeur, I understand. But little Flagler County has become a beacon. Because of Flagler Tiger Bay Club, I think we have immensely improved the marketability of our county. Uh, If I were out there trying to bring businesses to our county, one of the selling points would be we have an active Tiger Bay Club, okay, that you have a place where you can become intellectually stimulated in a safe environment with no matter what your political belief
2: system is. Oh, absolutely. And I think that, you know, none of us are competitive, Oh, really? (laughs) None none, none of us are competitive. But when we look at uh, our sister club across the state, yes, we're smaller than some. We're actually a lot larger than a number of them. But when you look at us from a per capita basis, you know, that when we look at the fact that in Flagler County with a population of, what, 115,000 people, with our Tiger Bay Club that we bring uh, now probably averaging, haven't hit our pre-COVID levels yet, but we're averaging over 100 uh, folks joining us for our luncheons each meeting. And then you compare that to uh, the demographics of, let's say, on Orlando, or you, or you compare that to the demographics of Volusia, et cetera. We far, uh, and even Tampa, we far outhit our weight in terms of participation, and I, I think that is great. I, I think also we've gone bef- beyond uh, what other Tiger Bay clubs have done Particularly when it comes to service to the community, our candidate forums that we've been doing, you know, leads the county. I mean, leads the county, um, not only in terms of attendance and participation levels, but uh, uh, you know, I think in, in all aspects, I think it does. Uh, we averaged, um, you know, because I like operations. He's like, a numbers guy. I'm <laughs> a numbers guy. You know, I mean, it's, it's results. I mean, that's you know, that's you know, that's uh, that's my background. Deliver results, right? Uh, but we average over uh, 5,000 participants per forum.
0: But I think the reputation of the forums if, is really one of the really amazing parts of it mm-hmm. because candidates, I, you know, we've talked about this mm-hmm. before, that people say, oh, it's biased, the questions are fed, things in advance. And like, and at the end, there's always an apology from somebody saying, I didn't realize how, how – In the middle. Yeah.
2: Yes, that's right.
1: That's right. The, the trustworthiness of those particular forums uh, is what every community needs in a candidate forum. Uh, the secure knowledge that there's not a point of view being pushed uh, subtly or unsubtly uh, across the uh, the microphone. So that, that is something that, yes, we do extraordinarily well. But uh, I think the real triumph of our club or other clubs, other clubs I'm sure do candidate forums and do them well. Not as good as us, but do <laughs> them well. Okay. But – the thing that I think sets us apart is the vision for the future. Uh, when we have 10 kids from the local high school, 10 kids from Bethune-Cookman coming in to hear speakers uh, across a broad range of topics that they don't even heard, never even knew the topics existed before they got there. Uh, that, I think, is impacting not the current generation, but the generation that follows. And I think that mission is extraordinarily important for any group like ours.
0: So when you talk about programming, are, you know, I think this is—it's a, a comprehensive program that the Flagler Tiger Bay has established. Are other organizations, other Tiger Bays, doing the same kinds of things that we're doing, or is it, you know, we're kind of setting that standard?
2: Well, I think in some sense we're setting the standards. I make other sense that other uh, clubs and larger communities they have greater resources to, to draw from, you know, of because course. they have they have people coming in of conventions and things like that. But I think that from a methodology standpoint, I think that we are, yeah, that we're setting the standards and how we do things and the smoothness in, in, in what we do and the consistency of what we do from, from, uh, from a delivery standpoint. I mean, I think very simply put that we view um, each event as our deliverable for that month. And, and, you know, the consistency and the evaluations of what we do is, I think, is, is, is important And the focus on membership satisfaction, again, we have high participation rate from our membership. Maybe pre-COVID was about 82% of all our members attended our meetings. Now we're probably right around 50%. Now, for most organizations, if you can get 50% of your membership showing up for a meeting each month, (laughs) that is just unbelievable, right? But I think that, uh, you know, when Don and I started this organization – you know, we decided that our our, our, our north, our, you know, our our northern light, our north direction, true north, was excellence. And when you and I think that because everything that I know Don has done in his career, everything I've done in my career, it's always been about an amount of excellence. And and keeping that focus on excellence and that true as your true north, I think that's what what uh, is is what is the difference between those folks and those organizations that do a good job. And those jobs, those those organizations that uh, that really set a standard.
1: Uh, let me chime in just one word. Here on radio, you really can't see me. I'm six foot five, jet black hair, and damn good looking. <laughs> when you come to clubs like this, it's usually a bunch of gray haired people that you see in the audience. And it's that that uh, fostering the younger generation, bringing them into the process. That's what's imp- one of the things that's very very important.
0: Yeah, you've got the scholarships. You've got the young tigers, the young executives. You know, uh, some of the the young executives have even gone on to be hired by some of the members through connections uh, at these luncheons. So it's it's pretty incredible.
2: That's right. Well, particularly our, our young tigers, our young tigers. I think uh, within the past two years, I believe it's been about seven or eight of our young tigers have got their career starts uh, through Tiger Bank, and I don't know of any other organization in the community that can talk about that.
0: It's pretty cool. So, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back and talk about some of the fun stuff that's happened over the past five years. We'll be right back.
1: Hey, who's taking care of your air conditioner? If you don't have somebody good, give me a call. My name's Kyle. I've been doing air conditioning in Flagler County for 13 years. I'm now with Quantum AC. We look forward to being your air conditioning company. If you haven't had a checkup in a while, you really should
0: Call Kyle's cell phone number anytime. Okay. I'm
1: Joe Wright, Quantum AC, part of the Quantum family.
0: 586-9039.
1: I look forward to your call. 586-9039. I really like Coastal Cloud. I'm blessed to have uh, you know opportunities to move elsewhere, but I choose to stay with them just because of the culture, the people I work with. I believe in what Tim and Sarah have built here, the type of people they are. I believe they do what's right. So I really like the people and the culture. So we're back here with...
0: Flagler Tiger Bay President Greg Davis and Vice President Don Madden, co founders of the coolest club in Flagler County, if I do say so. Okay, they're nodding. That's cool. That's yep. <laughs> so, you know, you guys are we're hitting the five year milestone here. Let's talk about like what's been your favorite, most favorite uh luncheon that we've had so far.
2: Oh, boy, that that is a tough one.
0: <laughs> I mean that
2: is just I mean that is just
0: there have been some phenomenal speakers. There's been some incredible stuff.
2: I'll tell you, my
1: favorite was our first, just mm-hmm. because it was our first, yeah. and we had no idea what was going to happen. We'd held a wine-tasting kind of thing to, to mm-hmm. see if we could encourage people to join us before that. But we came to our first meeting, and the room was full. The speaker was <laughs> a gentleman named Hussein Cumber, right. who was going to rejoin us, I believe, in, in September. That's right. The That's right. Uh, the topic was the fast train from Orlando to Miami, three hours, uh, rapid pra- passenger train, and what potential that brings to us here in this county as you head north. So, But just the fact that the room was full and people were chatting and, and knew about us and wanted to find more out about us, that was my favorite.
2: It was. It, was, it was, It's just an unbelievable start, and it just it talks to excellence. I mean, it talks to excellence. You know, the criteria for our speakers that Don and I set up from the beginning was – that, you know, first of all, that they had to be the regional, statewide, or national. Yes. They had to be people that you couldn't come and see normally in Flagler County. And I remember I remember our first board meeting, Don. I think you remember those discussions we had with people. I said, you guys are shooting for the stars. And we said, no, we're, this is what we're going to do. And they asked us, well, how are you going to bring these people in? <laughs> and Don and I both said, we're going to call some friends. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to call some friends and, uh, and bring them in. I think that uh, uh a lot of memorable speakers. I think probably the largest crowd and just one of the most engaging events we had was with uh, uh Connie Newman.
0: I knew you were gonna say yeah. her. She was yeah. incredible. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, former Secretary of State, just very engaged, very prepared, uh, very engaging all you know, all the way around. Um, you know, that was probably uh, you know, one of our most engaging and I can't I can't step away from uh uh, Bob Brown. Either I was just thinking <laughs> about know? him. Yeah. yeah, Bob is. Uh, yeah, Bob Brown. I think that when we want to talk about border, and uh, you know, we you know, we you know, we uh, brought in Mike Fisher, former chief of U.S. Border Patrol.
0: And Amazing.
2: That, yeah, those are. And these are folks that uh, you don't ordinarily see in this community.
0: And the thing is, is that even though he's retired, the topic is like a hot-button issue for our nation, like, right now. That's why he's such a draw.
2: Oh, absolutely. And it's not only does he, he's, you know, it's, it's interesting when you look at folks of that uh, caliber. Uh, you know, they may be retired, but they're continuing to stay engaged. I mean, that's kind of what happens. I mean, they, you know, they you know, they get the call. Uh, they get the call about uh, uh, issues. Uh, when you're talking about border, Mike, Mike is, still, uh, is still engaged. So, you know, what they have to talk about is relevant. Uh, it's knowledgeable.
1: And it draws great questions from the audience. Not good questions. I, great questions.
2: Great.
0: I've been trying to win a tiger for five years. <laughs> no. I'm a journalist and I can't win a tiger. No, fang, it's
1: called the Fang and Claw Award. Yeah. And it's awarded to whoever asks the best question at each particular meeting. That's right. So. That's
0: right. I, I think maybe it's rigged. Just well, kidding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. If and, it is,
1: I don't vote, so <laughs> that's, that's fine. Right.
0: <laughs> so I know we, we have the five-year um, wine tasting that's coming up. It's super important because, yeah. Greg, you're going to be kind of transitioning out to the next the next phase of, of your membership, right? That's right. What's that's going right. on with that?
2: Yeah, I, I think it's, it's a moment I'm excited about. It's, it's a real moment I'm excited about. I think that uh, you know there's an old saying in, in business, if you're in business for two years, you'll be here for five. If you're in here for five, you'll be here forever. And uh so it's five years. And I think that Don and I have done uh established something that's great. We've established a foundation, I think we've got a uh, great board and great people and great membership. And I think it's time to bring in fresh ideas and fresh thoughts and let that next group of people uh take it forward. So for me it's uh, uh it's uh it's like watching your child mature.
1: I'll say that the processes that Greg brought to a club and implemented in our club, which there are a ton of processes that are written down and we try to be have, have fealty to, those will ensure that the club remains strong and vibrant through the future no matter who the leadership is. Uh, they won't miss any steps because the steps are right there in front of them. Do this, do this, do this, check that. Uh, it's all written out. Take care of it. So, And we're all adults, so if you can't take care of it, Bring somebody in
0: who can. Oh, and I think we'd be remiss not to give a shout out to Sheree Orr. I mean, she True. is kind of like the wizard <clears throat> behind the scenes, you know, making it all happen.
2: Absolutely, and and uh, and I think also when you shout out to Sheree, you have to shout out to Don because Sheree is here because of Don.
1: I dragged her kicking and screaming. That's in right. There. You
0: did.
2: That's kicking right. and screaming. That's right. So yeah, I love it. Yeah, I think that's part of the. Uh, uh, I think that's part of the partnership. So we've brought great resources, great people. Um, yeah, you know, to the table. Yeah, Sheree. Sheree is just uh, she's outstanding. She's outstanding.
0: She's very focused. She's very uh, tactical, and you know, um, even though she seems like a nice lady, she doesn't take no for an answer.
2: Well, she's quality driven. She's amazing. Yeah, she's, 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 she's quality driven, and uh, but I think that that says, but I think that we look across the board itself. I mean, you know, we we see Sheree is 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 one who is is a great. So it's really, you know, is the, the the heart of our organization. The other heart that beats in our organization is f- folks like Jim Uvijas.
0: He's awesome. Yeah,
2: Jim has been our Jim's a CPA. He was, you know, a big time CFO. Uh, he's been our treasurer from the beginning. We have never had to worry about our uh, finances or our treasury. Now, that's something that most organizations have to deal with. That has never been one of our concerns, which has allowed us to be able to do all the other great things we do. Those are documented. Those are processes. Those are other the kind of things, and that's Jim. Other folks that have been backbones of our organization are folks like, uh, you know, Gary Walsh. Gary Walsh from a governance standpoint. Now, Gary's kind of, uh, uh, you know, anybody who knows Gary knows he went to Princeton. Yeah, great school, <laughs> you yeah. know. <laughs> yeah and uh yeah but uh but from a governance standpoint uh you know Gary has just done a phenomenal job on that. From everything, from our you know, from our bylaws to ensure that we're legal in everything we do and handling things.
0: But he also heads up the scholarship committee. He
2: heads up the scholarship. So he's committee.
0: amazing at that aspect as well. Yeah, it's, it's tough good.
2: for him to
1: give a kid a scholarship to go someplace like Yale. <laughs> yes, <that's right. laughs> like what? Yeah,
0: yeah. But, Yale? You, but you also have we've got great people like Amelia Fulmer mm-hmm. and Jay Shear sure. sure. yeah, and right. um, Courtney Van mm-hmm. De um and. Dr. Youssef, oh Dr. my goodness, he's just incredible. Yeah. Let
1: me throw out a name that's sometimes forgotten because he moved away. Chris Godder is the one who, who gave that's us right. the uh, Orchard software that is the backbone of our club. Uh, he's the one who found that, installed all of our stuff, not all the lately stuff that, that gets uh, improved, but that's the basis for being able to operate like an organization much much larger than we are, with sp- people specifically handling that, because Orchard Software has brought us that ability, and that goes to Chris, and he that's he right. can still, even though he's been gone for a couple of years, if I call him and say, Chris, do you know how to, he can still help. Yes, so, he yeah. oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah.
0: And Chris, and then that's what it is. It's you know, even though there's a transition over the years, mm-hmm. the tight ty- the club has continued to grow and evolve and even get better, you know, from the original concept.
2: Well, I think so. I think when you I think when you build an organization, it's about the organization itself, and um, I think that's that's what we've had. We have got an organization itself that is uh, self functioning. Um, you know, it's 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 amazing when you look back from the beginning and you draw an organization chart. You know, Don and I were, we're in every block doing everything. Yeah, there was the, nobody else. There's nobody else, right? <laughs> and I'll be honest with you now. For uh, particularly the past year. Um, I probably spend maybe uh, three, four hours a month working on Tiger Bay.
1: Whereas previous to that, he spent three or four hours a day. Oh, I, I know. Understand.
2: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> at least. So, I mean, I think that that's. I mean, I think that that's the organization functioning and uh, and doing what they need to do.
0: So we have to wrap it up. We have uh, an amazing um, support surprise from uh, our friends at Flagler Broadcasting. Everybody who comes to our wine tasting event on August seventeenth is going to get a complimentary ticket to their sunset concert directly after. So if you uh, join us for the Tiger Bay wine Mm -hmm. tasting, and then you're in the mood to still go out and have a little fun, you can go to the Sunset Concert right over at the Daytona State Amphitheater, just right around the block. That's great. Uh, So we're really fortunate to have a great partnership with Flagler Broadcasting um, to support both events.
2: Yeah, We want to thank uh, WNZF for that and David Ayers. I mean, that's just great. I just want to compliment. you. They're not just supporters. They're members. That's right.
0: Corporate members. That's right. And that's that's really the thing about everybody helping each other. It just works so seamlessly.
1: One of the things that, you, if you want to do a quick uh, assessment of the quality of our club, almost every judge in the county is a member.
0: See, okay,
1: judges don't join things willy nilly; uh, they're all members of our club and come every month. Because it's, a, it's apolitical. Both sides of the aisle are represented. Uh, they can come in, see and be seen, uh, and not have to be campaigning one way or the other. So that's, that's right. Yes,
0: yeah, so we hope you'll join us. Uh, it's going to be uh, August 17th at the Palm Coast Community Center. 530 starts the annual meeting. Uh, check in, and then the official wine tasting begins at 6.30. Is that right? That's I
1: understand great. wine will be poured at 5.30. Like oh, I love it. <laughs> That's <right>. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. So you can pick up a ticket for $40 at the FlaglerTigerBay.com website, or uh, Greg uh, Don will probably deliver a ticket to you personally if you ask them to yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: For eight bucks, on, right? Yeah, it depends <laughs> on how much wine you've got. <laughs> yeah. hand.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. All. all right, one last thought. Uh, what's your favorite thing about being Tiger Bay member, Don?
1: I think it's what we have created here in this county that didn't exist before. So we have created something that definitely improves the county, and I don't think there's a whole lot of things you can do where you can come back five years later and say that.
2: Greg? Yeah, I would say that I'd I'd, I'd agree with that, Don. I mean, it's uh, it's just amazing, the community being community and people being people and people sharing and enjoying and friendships and love for being who we are.
0: So we'll see you guys on the um, August 17th, Palm Coast Community Center. Be sure to check out FlaglerTigerBay.com. No, FlaglerTigerBayClub.com. Don, we have this problem with the website. (laughs) And uh, thank you guys for (laughs) for listening. Uh, Thank you to Coastal Cloud, uh, Joe Wright, and the Quantum Family of Businesses, WNZF News Radio, and Flagler News Weekly for sponsoring our show. And don't forget, if you're out and about this Saturday, be sure to stop by the uh, 386 Crab Shack. There is a fundraiser for Essie. Um, her parents are raising some money to help her with her uh, cancer treatment. So uh, make a stop in there if you're out and about and hungry for lunch. We'll see you next week.